Good is. Hiya. Good is. Welcome to Art Cinema Fart Cinema Goodies. The goodie that goodie goodies good goodie goodie. I wish that, yeah, I wish goodie goodie. Yeah, that's what you <laughs> yeah, what you're talking about? Nadim, what's your film? My name's Simon, by the way. I'm Nadine. What's your film? These are f- small episodes. <laughs> I'm not, you know what? You you know what these are at this point, okay? And if you don't, then fuck you. Just and little fuck recommendations. The horse you fucking rolled in on fuck. <laughs> I'm gonna recommend to you, Simon, and hmm. to the listeners at home, or in the car, or perhaps riding a horse, or maybe in a plane. If you're in a plane, how are you doing, man? Hope hope the flight's nice. Hope you got a little Coca Cola. Mm. Hope there's no gremlins hanging out the uh, the <laughs> wing. Whatever. Yeah. Hope there's no drones. Uh, Ballad of Buster Scruggs The Ballad of Buster Scruggs the That's a new film isn't it 2018 came out a couple months ago I think uh, A few months ago since By the time this episode comes out It's the new Coen Brothers film mm-hmm. uh, It was Released and made and Funded entirely by Netflix I believe And it wasn't released in theatres It was maybe in a small capacity But it wasn't released mainstream In mainstream theatres in the same way that the other Coen Brothers films have been. So the Coen Brothers, in case you're not that familiar with them, they're the guys who made The Big Lebowski and uh, Raisin Arizona and what was their big movies? Fargo. Fargo, yeah, there we go. There's Fargo and Burn, Be- Burn After Reading or Burn Before Reading. Let's just pretend they made Paris, Texas as well. Yeah. So anyway, the Coen Brothers, the kind of off-kilter comedy, uh, Oh Brother, Where Art Thou, they did as well. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so the ballad, <laughs> the ballad of Buster Scruggs, is a anthology film. It was originally um, people say, or or it was kind of originally thought of to be a series, but um, allegedly uh, it was then cut down. Although the Coen Brothers have since denied any of that, they've said that this was always intended to be the way it was. It's an anthology film which uh, is entirely a western. So it's it's a western anthology movie made up of, I think, six chunks, or six little story chunks, completely unrelated to each other, all set in, in the Old West. And uh, the six stories are all fucking, like, they're all absolutely hilarious and crazy and very, very, like, uniquely Coen Brothersy. And I think they're all based on previous material. Like, the main story in the, in the anthology is about uh, the proposed marriage between two people uh, while they're wagon trailing across the America. Uh, the Pilgrims, is that right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's based on a on a short story. And then there's also... So a bunch of them are based on short stories. And basically, if you know anything about the Coen brothers, it's that they've kind of got a really dark, hilarious, blackly humorous worldview. And that is infused in all these stories. So there is, for example, there's one in which uh, it's about a an entertainer who has a limbless... Uh, companion who he looks after and the limbless companion ca- companion recites classical poetry to paying audiences and then over the over the course of the of the anthology piece over the course of the short the interest in this uh in the flightless sparrow i think is what his name is uh, begins to wane and it's about the kind of existential crisis that liam neeson's character the owner or the the manager of this limbless man goes through so you know it, it gets a bit dark it's like it's it's hilariously grim story about like how 
after someone's relevance has kind of fallen out, what what the hell do you do with him? Especially given that he's a you know a disabled man in the old west, which clearly can't couldn't have ended well, you know. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of funny. And then there's one about uh, a man who is looking for gold. He's digging for gold, and uh, then you know other people become interested in it, and it's super funny and and like hilariously uplifting. Uh, and then. Yeah, I don't know, man. There's and then the Ballad of Buster, Buster Scruggs is the first story, uh, which is what the title of the film is, obviously. And it's like a, a kind of parody send up of of kind of classic westerns, um, and it's absolutely hilarious. And the music is amazing, and it kind of ends very shockingly, and you're just kind of like, oh shit, because <laughs> you're kind of expecting this film to go on and on, and it and it obviously cuts short, and you're just like, oh yeah, it is an anthology film. I totally forgot. So yeah, it's remarkably consistent. It's um, it's not like they tell six stories of varying quality. Like they're all pretty good. I don't, I don't like the last one very much, but. Um, so it's a bit like Home Alone. Sure. Uh, actually, the the bit with um, the, when you're talking about Liam Neeson, uh, that actually tugs on my heartstrings a little bit. I'm like, I'm really sensing that this is probably a film that's going to make me sob a little bit. <laughs> Maybe um, I'm not. Maybe I'm not. Maybe it's not played that way. But not. Uh, qu- it's not quite played. The the whole film really is the not. The Coen quite, brothers aren't known to ever, you know, jerk tears. They're, people, they're known they? to be quite cold filmmakers. Yeah. yeah. They're so. I don't think. No. 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 I think the way that kind of story transpires is is you're meant to just kind of be slightly disturbed by it. You might just be like, oh fuck. And the way they mm. kind of hint the way the things have gone down is very beautifully subtle. It, inv- it involves a chicken, and uh, and it's 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 fucking hilarious. It's just hilariously dark. Yeah, I don't know if this film's been that widely watched because, as I say, it's a Netflix exclusive. I'm not being paid. I brought up brought up Netflix quite a few times recently. I'm not paid by Netflix. <laughs> I just have Netflix like everyone else. Yeah, it's well. I'm a, what was it on on Facebook? We're not paid by Facebook, by the way. Uh, but no, that, <laughs> we're not paid by anyone. <laughs> I, I do I do hear a lot about what people who are into strange films are um, are talking about, mm. and uh, you know, a film that. Nearly made your list, I believe, was yeah. Mandy. That's Mandy, gets talking yeah. about loads. Uh, this film, The Ballad of Buster Shrugs, is getting talked about a lot. Yeah. But, you know, it's the, it's the same thing. It's like, you know what, on, on the internet, you can feel like there's a loud audience for stuff, but go out in the world and talk to someone about it. It's yeah. a different story. You <laughs> totally, know? totally. That's 100% true. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I, I do believe that The Ballad of Buster Shrugs is a film you could easily watch with your family, for example. Uh, it's yeah. a, your family might not be that thrilled with it, but it's something you could easily watch with them. <laughs> I'm really looking forward forward to it and actually it's funny it's funny yeah i think my i think that i've got family members that would get into the some corn brothers stuff Mm. some i think that they they, uh, you know like they pick uh their moments with the corn brothers sometimes it's like you know what i'll leave that one yeah but this one sounds like one that should hopefully appeal to people and it would it would be great to sit in with the family on new year's day or something like that it's a real it's a real uh it's a it's a corn brothers proof of concept film you know it's like a tech it's like a tech demo of, mm. of what they're capable of it's like everything the corn brothers have ever made condensed and then in six distinct stories that sounds worryingly like something that they would uh, do as their last thing yeah yeah it does but probably they're not like tarantino with their i'm going to retire before i turn shit and it's like sorry mate you're about eight years too late <laughs> <laughs> tarantino Tarantini. I like Tarantino fine, but I like him as well. <laughs> but I like to rag on him because people yeah. people think of him as like he's the best in the world. It's funny to rag on. It's Tarantino. funny to rag on Big Taz, man. I was going to say uh, something else about this. The Liam Neeson thing. It did. Um, 
it, it does sound like his predicament's quite similar to a film that I, that nearly made my list that I watched recently. For the first time, I watched Midnight Cowboy, and oh, yeah. that's like a 1969 film. I should have watched it so long ago with other things uh, like uh, like the Robert Altman and Martin Scorsese stuff and that, uh, you know. But uh, no, I just got around to watching it recently, and uh, yeah, that film really tugs on my heartstrings. Justin Hoffman's character is pretty tragic in that one. And John okay. White. It sounds like it's a similar pairing with the, the like, yeah. a strong, a stronger in some ways character is kind of, you know, just can't let go of this this sort of weakling that they've got to kind of look after a little bit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, that's exactly what it is. Yeah, yeah. It's just it's kind of just like every every story in that in that film leaves you with a kind of ah oh, <sighs> like like you at the end and you're just kind of like ah oh, like fuck <laughs> like the, it all ends very. Um, Rather, not unfortunately, but just in a kind of blackly humorous way, and and they're totally unpredictable. Like all of them are totally unpredictable. You're just kind of like, I have no idea what's happening next, and it's all very funny. Like there's another bit in, for example, where James Franco is. Uh, so there's this the cast of this movie is amazing. There's a moment where James Franco is on a horse with a noose around his neck, and uh, a bunch of Native Americans are shooting at him, and the horse is getting spooked. And as the horse is getting spooked. Uh, he's getting dragged further and further away from the noose uh, where he's t- tied to the tree and so he's at threat of being hung and he's like oh, and it's just very funny to watch that kind of eye for visual comedy that the Coen brothers have is just it's all the way through this and and even just like there's a, a scene with Tom Waits is uh, so Tom Waits is in this film and uh, his scene and his kind of moment he's the treasured he's the gold digger mm-hmm. uh, his his story is just hilariously heartbreaking and amazing uh, and you're kind of taken for a ride as well which is, is very fun uh, so yeah Tom Waits is in it too I've got a t-shirt that says never underestimate a man who listens to Tom Waits and was born in December that's cute wait what's that what I've got a t-shirt that says that <laughs> oh, on you it you do oh yeah. good for him Don't, good for uh, you because my, my birthday's in December and I listen to Tom Waits so oh. just don't underestimate me so it's like it's one of those cute T-shirts, like yeah. your mom would buy. Like, yeah, oh yeah, well, my son's a badass. On like, the internet, you yeah. just like yeah, it gets shared on the internet, and you're like, oh, I'm going to get one. Uh, the, what is it? The auction th- oh, the, it closes in like three days yeah. or whatever. It's uh, like you you play you play Angry Birds once at the kitchen table, and then all your Christmas presents are Angry Birds themed. You know? <laughs> yeah. I actually do like to Tom Tom Waits. I like to sing every any song in the world in a Tom Waits style. Mm. So just like Bridge Under Trouble. Well, Water. he doesn't sing in this, unfortunately. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, as I say, like his his kind of triumphant last moment in the—that's not a spoiler. Like, I mean, last moment in the sense that it's like his story, his episode, his kind of triumphant last moment in in the episode is just beautiful. I just love it. It's so good. Uh, so yeah. So to, to sing "Bridge Over Troubled Water" in the style of Tom Waits, I would say, "When you're weary, feeling goody." Number 12. The Ballad of Buster Scruggs. Buster Scruggs. Check it out. Good night. Good luck. Goodbye. We'll see you in season two. Sneezing two. Excellent!